Welcome to Cross Button, our fortnightly deep dive into all things PlayStation. I'm your host Dan, and I'm giving a big PS high five to the other two resident ponies joining me on this fine Sunday evening uh, on the 23rd of January 2022. It is the ever dual sensible Heather and Laurie. Evening, guys. You okay? Hello. Are you? Evening. Hello. Laurie's delayed, so you know. Could uh, could just start saying hello in like ten minutes or something disgraceful. <laughs> what are you drinking now, Laurie? Hello. Nice glass of water or what is it? Yeah, just a nice glass of water today. Keep yourself hydrated, Heather. Supping on anything? Anything interesting? Water to be fair. Water as well. Um, <laughs> full fat Dry January. Full fat Coke for me. Oh my god. That says everything, doesn't it? I've like I've exercised today, so I'm treating myself with a little bit of sugar. Um. So we're going to talk a little bit while what we've been playing first, I think, jump into maybe a couple of games. I'm not going to go for anything. I've just been playing shitloads of Rocket League, so I've not really got anything to add to the conversation. Uh, and also some FIFA as well, which Ultimate Team and the Team of the Year is out. So that's what I'm trying to grind for. I'm going to go to you first, Heather. What you what you're playing at the moment? Um, I just finished playing Life is Strange True Colours. Um and yeah, it was boss. Yeah. I didn't like the first one particularly, um, but I really liked this second one. Um, it's a bit less. It's still very hipster, but it feels a bit less hipster. So mm. I was like, this is like the appropriate level. Um, yeah, I liked it. I don't know. I know I should go back and like play again for the other endings and the other scenarios, but. I don't think I will, because yeah. I always tend to make the same decisions regardless. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, I thought, like, visually it was cool. I liked the little aura empath thing. Like, mm. I thought that was cool. And, yeah, it was fun. It was quite short. It was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it was really good. And I also just finished Sackboy, um, the new one, okay. which was a total opposite it was way longer than i thought it was going to be uh, right and it felt like it was never going to end <laughs> long. yeah a little bit i was like i'm done now yeah. french is yelling at me as the big sack lady and yeah it was getting a bit much it was good though texture wise um, very cool i was gonna say yeah. with life is strange true colors i was desperate for that yeah. to go down in black friday sales so i was like waiting for a decent deal on it i think it went down to like 30 quid at one point so just withheld but i know there was a couple of deals on the PlayStation mm. store for it, but I've never played any of the... I've not played the first um, one or the second one, but I absolutely... I have it physically, so I'll send it to you. There we go. That's exactly what I was looking for. The little... Uh, the, yeah. That's the connection there, guys. That's, that's all we're talking about. So, Sackboy yeah. as well. So, in terms of like, is it platformer? I've not played mm-hmm. this yet. I've not even been really appealed yeah, to it. Yeah, it's um, like platformery sort of like super tactile um like really makes use of like all the new controllers like features and stuff um and it's co-op like couch co-op and online which is nice um so we did the whole thing couch co-op um the camera is a bit sort of janky for like a couch co-op like we died a few times Mm. just because of that like it focuses on player one and if player two wanders off like you will die Right, it okay. does not care mm-hmm. for you at all. <laughs> um, 
but yeah it was good like some of the levels i wanted to like pull my hair out because they were like ridiculously difficult um but it's got like a banging soundtrack too which was crazy okay there's like some junior senior in there um, okay and i think there's like some toxic um and there was another one that i was like what oh there's like a dubstep beauty and the beast song it was yeah it was rad i was i've heard about there's a level that is plays the toxic that's supposed to be epic Yeah, 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 it's cool for that. Like, definitely, like, the musical ones are the best ones because everything goes to, like, the beat and you're, like, mm. halfway through and then you're, like, oh, shit, this is, like, material scale by Madonna. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> mental, yeah. It's cool, though. My favourite I really want to get that one. Banger. So I really want to get that game. I need to play my son. Um, I need to wait until, wait until I get a second controller and then I'll be picking that up, I think, at the same time. So yeah, I thought you played really- it. No, no, okay. I will do. It looks it's Mario 3D World, right? It's the same, same gig yeah. as that. So yeah, my son and I will have a good time with that on the couch cart. But at the moment, I can't play more than one person at the PS5. Mm. Cool, two good games though. Like to crack through those as well. Decent. I think I'll uh, I'll I'll wait for you to send Life is Strange now. I'm gonna have to think of a, a game to trade. Is that is the yeah. rules? Them's the rules. Laurie, them's the rules. What you been playing, mate? Uh, I finally finished Final Fantasy VII ah, Remake. Thoughts, um, thoughts, 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 please? Uh, it's very good, yeah. I, As I've said before on previous pods, I think it's overly padded out, not to the point, and by that I don't mean it's kind of padded in that it keeps sending you on kind of diversions or there's kind of too much plot in it. I think all that stuff's great. It's more when you're kind of sent to the next point you need to get to, they send you to like a tunnel where there's just and it's far too long it needs far longer than it needs yeah. to be and there's like crane moving mini games you think what the fuck am i why am i doing this <laughs> this is so boring why yeah. <laughs> just around trying to solve these things that are really slow to move around and it's just padded out for for that reason all the kind of story diversions and padding i loved I, yeah i thought it was great i thought the acting was really good and the um this the whole production values of it are just ridiculously high um, so I really love that. And then by the end of it, the way the kind of, I think as you said actually last time I was on the pod, you, you said it, the momentum really starts to pick up now and it all starts mm. to kick off. And they just, well, I won't get into any spoiler territory obviously with how the game ends, but it was unexpected and really cool and makes me want to just jump straight into playing the original Final Fantasy VII now. <laughs> See, that's the problem with those games. I think it makes you want remasters and kind of same... Not twists, obviously. You don't want it to like always have twists in it, but I think it's very respectful to the original, um, whilst also making it a little bit more modern in the way that it tells the story. So yeah, I'm really excited. I, I kind of put off playing the Yuffie, uh DLC. I don't know if you're going to yeah. jump into it next, or you're going to give it a bit of a break. No, I think it was best about 27 hours. I've, I've clocked up. Yeah. That's far. That's plenty for me in one, one game. I've got no desire to get back into it. If it's in a year or two, if it's on sale, I'll probably pick it up. If it's, you know, tenner or thereabouts, so, yeah. <coughs> but now I'm, I'm kind of good with it. Um, I'm just kind of having a bit of a palate cleanser now, just playing a bunch of indies. Good, um, cool. Prepping for that next, uh, I was going to say either Horizon or going back and playing... Uh, what was it, Death Stranding? We were talking about Death Stranding. Yeah, I've got that and queued up, but I just there's no way I could play that in in a month. People online telling me oh, you yeah. could play that in a few weeks. That's like only twenty, thirty hours. I'm like, that's months for me. <laughs> that's yeah, that's thirty yeah. hours will take me months. And I don't want to kind of rush through it. It seems like a really kind of people say it's a really special game, and I want to just be able to play it at my own time and stuff. 
Um, so I'll wait. There'll be periods later on in the year where it should be quiet. I'm yeah. sure that I can get a month or two in between big games. Absolutely. Well, it's you've... got me months to play. Yeah. Mm. Like, and I have like no responsibilities. So, it, but even then, it was like <laughs> I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna do one mission, but then I'd like wander off for like three days, and then I think... I'd have to wander back again. And I'd be like, I've done nothing but deliver that <laughs> man a pot, but I feel good about it. <laughs> People say the, the ending cutscene's like three hours long, and that's like a week of gaming time for me. I just spend all week just watching. A cutscene, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cutscenes are beautiful, but like if you add them in, it definitely means you play the game for 20 minutes, but you are watching a cutscene for like 40, yeah, and then you're I mean, like, Oh, there's my of, hour gone. You know, that's kind of you know what you're getting if you're playing a Kojima game and you you don't like that, you don't expect it, yeah. and that's your own fault. <laughs> really, yeah, I've played Metal Gear Solid 4, I know what I'm getting in for. <laughs> ridiculous you know what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we partly spoiled the the topic by saying a game that is out in February. Yeah, yeah. My so I'm I'm thinking that we uh, we jump straight into it and start talking about the games, and that is our topic for the day. It is uh, that the next couple of weeks are stacked for PlayStation. I think we will touch mm-hmm. on some of like the the Blizzard Activision stuff just as we're going through some of these games. I've got a couple of questions for you both around uh, the feasibility in coming to Spartacus day one, and just whether or not that'll be something that Sony rocks out, you know, within the next couple of months, but. We'll get to that in a minute. So, Laurie, I'm going to let you guide us through this list, I think, because you, uh, you were the one who picked out the, the notable games. We are recording on the 23rd of January, um, so we are five days away from the first one on the list, I believe. Uh, yes, so I just flagged this one as the Artful Escape, just because I've heard so much about it. Obviously, it's been on Xbox as an exclusive, a time exclusive uh, up until now, and all of the guys... Um, in our group, just been raving about how good it is. I think it's mm. been on Game Pass, uh, and that now arrives on on PlayStation. So um, I don't know if it's is it still on Game Pass. I don't know. I think but. so. Uh, really, really interestingly. So Game Informer have rated it eight point five. Uh, they've called it a rocking space oddity, and it, yeah, like I said, September 9th it came out on Xbox. Uh, January twenty fifth is PlayStation Five, which is two days away from now, and Switch mm. as well. Cool. I don't know how much it's going to be. But it looks like really good, short, short, intense, original, really good music. Very uh, sort You're talking about the musical levels there on on uh, Sackboy, and it sounds, seems like a similar sort of sort of vibe. Mm. Games like that. So yeah, it looks like a really fun thing to blast through. Annapurna as well, banger after banger, yeah. always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can trust them. <laughs> So then next up after Alpha Escape on January 28th uh, it's the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. Mhm. Hmm. So picking that up. What's included in it? So you get 4 and Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy. Right, okay. And we were kind of partly yeah, talking about a huge we... collection is it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Two games. Everything? Yeah, I know. I was yeah, but there was no there wasn't any DLC was it because Lost Legacy became that was the DLC that just mm. became its own thing. So, from your both uh, sage opinions of playing Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy, which mm. ones did you actually prefer out of the two, curiously? Lost Legacy is my number one Uncharted game of all time. Right, okay, cool. I will stand mm. by that. Until <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> Sounds like straightener in the car park with Laurie. Laurie, same for you, or was it Uncharted 4? Um, I think... I probably Uncharted 4 I like more just because of the kind of story closure on the whole kind of Nathan Drake 
saga which i like but i think the gameplay and i say actually it's just a standalone game i probably like lost legacy more just because it's that shorter experience and i think mm. that these sorts of games lend themselves to being shorter and i forget which sony exec it was but they said they wanted to just get into you know as games keep getting more and more expensive to make they could see themselves <clears throat> having to make these short more of these shorter games and i would absolutely love that if they just had this uncharted template and they just churned out 10 hour games every mm. couple of years in the same engine mm. just with new new plot lines and stuff and new settings and they don't need to reinvent the whole thing every time just reuse the engine make it pay for itself so and i think lost legacy is a great example of how that works really well no absolutely cool now i need to jump into it so i am tempted to buy this and where did we land in terms of the upgrade if you have got uncharted for if you've got oh, either <laughs> it's a tenner that's nothing really is it for two quality games that are completely already gorgeous enough but they're made even better interestingly on pc as well so yeah yes mm. Mm. and there were so many people that have been like begging for lost legacy to come to ps plus and i don't think it ever did so now they get a chance like you've people that haven't ever played lost legacy because so they're waiting for it to come to ps plus now just pay your 10 pounds and you get you get that and i'm tried for there's next gen versions so mm-hmm. uh, no excuse Cool. What's up next? Uh, there's next notable release, I think, is the Life is Strange Remastered collection on cool. February the 1st. And that's coming to Xbox and PlayStation and PC and everywhere else. Um, I'm not sure how it's remastered. It doesn't seem that old on a game, does it, to remaster? But I guess yeah. it would be... Life is Strange was... The, I mean, the original was quite old, wasn't it? So I'll have a look at what it was. It didn't look the best when I tried to play it, and it was part of the reason that it no. put me off. Um, but it's kind of like a semi-indie game back then all the time, wasn't it? It's, they yeah. think they yeah. come... They've grown as a studio now, and it's kind of become a bigger deal. But the first one was, it's, yeah, it was not a big. Twenty fifteen, was it? I don't think it was so old. It's also so stylized that mm. you'd sort of imagine that time would be quite like, um, kind yeah. to it. My yeah, problem definitely. was like the absolutely like awful script, and I could yeah. not cope with all the stuff that was like. The cool kid lingo made me want to, like, <laughs> I just turned it off. Were they dabbing? Like, oh, everyone come I on wish it. they were. <laughs> like, at least when I could have been like, oh, these fucking guys. No, it was like hipster kid lingo, and I was like, no, I'm sorry, I can't go. Come on, kids, let's go and smoke a doob outside the cycle sheds. It's like, all right, guys, pack it in. Um, I'm excited to jump into it. I, I mean, I'm kind of similar to yourself, Heather. I just didn't gel with it when it first came out. The one thing I did gel with was the amazing soundtrack that it had. And I think for a long, long time, it was probably one of like, my most listened to OSTs because some of the songs on there were incredible. Uh, there's one song, I think it's called The Golden Hour, and it's the like theme for it. You can't get it on Spotify, you can only listen to it on YouTube. And I think I probably played that video like a couple of hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really lovely song. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'd be cool. Mm-hmm. What's up Can next? we do a small um, segue? Oh, segue away. Um, what is your most listened to uh, gaming soundtracks? Uh, probably still God of War 2018 at this point. Um, nice. That's that's up there. Life is Strange probably up there as well. Um, I'm going to give my answer, and I swear I'm not trolling you down here, but it's uh, Octopath oh. Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> and like, yeah, to be fair, the other thing I was going to say is like Final <clears throat> Fantasy piano collections and stuff like that, just to listen to when I'm about to fall asleep. The, the Zanakand one yes. from 10. No, yeah, I'll like, burr, burr. Oh, you were talking about the actual like nice tune, Probably the actual nice main. One. I thought yeah. you meant like the the death metal one that's just in it when that <laughs> like, the Blitzball Arena is getting destroyed. Spoilers. Um, what's yours? Uh, 
Um, Death Stranding slash uh, okay. Last of Us 2. Right, okay, Last mm. of Us 2, I can see that. Yeah, Very melancholic. Scares me the theme in that game. Uh, come on, Laurie, what's next in Feb? What's coming up? Uh, next up is Dying Light 2, Stay Human mm-hmm. on February the 4th, which people are hyped for, I believe. I never played the first, so it's like a parkour zombie kind of game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was quite early on in the last gen, I think, Dying Light. I think it came out even before I even had a PS4. Um, so, yeah, not one I've ever played. Mm. Okay. Um, it is my number three most played game uh, on my PlayStation 4. I've got 300 right, okay. and something hours in it. What? Mm. Is it yeah. not like a multiplayer or is it just you were just jumping around It does have a things? multiplayer. Okay. Um, it does have a multiplayer in the turn. You could do the whole game with a friend. Um, you There is a like i don't know how they describe it. it's like a zombie mode so you can be the the zombie which is like uh, a mega okay. beast and you hunt the players that are online because <laughs> it's not like a zombie it's not like a little shambler it's like yeah a big dude with the things and you stuff. said you said um, mega beast and instantly just thought of the, the little cartoon fella that's on the back of a mega bus and i was like why is that <laughs> why is that the thing that yeah. automatically made me imagine yeah. that yeah but that like, would be scary really bad yeah. but like massive um, you guys did you guys see the Dying Light 2 uh, devs put out the tweet saying, to do everything in this game, it's going to be 500 hours. And they did it as what? like a, as a mm. kind of boast to say, like, look how big our game is. Like, everyone's going to love this. And everyone's like, no, fuck this game. I'm not playing this anymore. Like, I'm not playing 500 hours. Yeah, apart from Heather, who's literally like, sat um, there going, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, I was like, tweet was go, laser targeted at you. So I hope you liked it because yeah. no one else did. Um, <laughs> and then, then like, the next day, they'd be like, uh, okay, it's, it's, it's 100 hours to, to yeah. finish the game. And everyone's like, 100 hours? I'm still not playing it. And then they were like, okay, okay. 30 <laughs> yeah. hours if you're just going to kind of mainline it, run to the end. And then if you do side quests and stuff, there's probably more like a hundred. And if you want to find everything and get all the endings, it's five hundred. Yeah. But you can just like imagine just their PR team just like stop squeezing, stop it. You're making it worse. Stop it. Just shut up. <laughs> Pack it in. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, that's that's one further then. So uh, mm-hmm. I'll chuck that on the list. We're not going to speak to you about what two years after that point. Then if you're going to put five hundred hours into it, um... that's like that's baby hours. Like we know that I'll be done before March even rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie, after Dying Light, uh, Stay Human, um, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, what is next uh, on your magic list? I don't know if this count this as a big release. Oli Oli World. A lot of people hype for it. And yeah, Sony looks cool. And it up as a big game. Oli Oli World. Um, yeah, are you guys into Oli Oli games? I wasn't. I've never played any. No, no, I've not. But this kind of has piqued my interest at this point in time because mm-hmm. some of the previews of it look really, really cool. Um, and our group especially. Was it Lewis? He was banging on mm. about Ollie Ollie for God knows how long he as well. Place, oh, God's sake, yeah. It's like that mountain downhill downhill thing, and it's yeah, yeah. Like sort of two things sort of he two things like, he really talks tough, about. But when you nail it, yeah. Games like this, and then that stupid little Lego cross plays logo that you got. That's now redundant because we changed the logo. <laughs> Sorry, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that was cruel. Um. Uh, next up then is February the eighth, Sifu, mm. which mm-hmm. is getting all the hype as well. That looks boss. It's gone. Yeah, it cool. yeah, it went through like a little bit of a hype drought, and then it seems to have just peaked. Seems that like a lot of people that have had previews of it are saying this is very, very good, and it's one to kind of pick up. But it's not a full price game either, is it? It's twenty, thirty quid. Remember rightly and yeah. seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Excited about mm. that one. That looks cool. I think a yeah, lot of people hype it just because it's gone. Like quite short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the replayability of that. It looks as if that's what's going to be the thing that kind of hooks you in a little bit, but. 
Are you going to pick it up, Laurie? Uh, probably not, just because I've got a few things to play already. <laughs> and that's why it's I on your get list. Playing it. <laughs> I wouldn't get around to playing it, and it's the sort of game that will be like a fraction of the price by the time I do get around to playing it. So, um, But it looks cool, uh, and it does look like fun. It looks like like all just the combat from Sleeping Dogs as an entire game. Mm. Um, and I like the... It's got a weird mechanic where if you die, yeah. you age, don't you? And you get older. Yeah. And yeah, so you, just, oh. yeah, you get older, so you have less health, but you are stronger. Okay, Ooh. right. Okay. Or more deadly, I think is how. Surely there comes a tipping point where you're not stronger because you're like in your sixties and like, like granddad. Yeah. I don't know, but if I were yeah, she's not the dev, Laurie. Should... Come on, give her a break. Yeah. So, like, I'd be there, like really old man, just trying to get through it. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? What's up next? Uh, what's up next is let's go to Horizon Forbidden West, the big Wee. one, February the eighteenth. That one. Yeah, I'm um, I'm really really hyped for it. I know we we've, we've spoken about it a lot in the preview episodes and stuff where we talked about it, but the more and more I'm getting closer to, um, what was it, February twenty eighth? I can't wait to play 18th. this game. Eighteenth, yeah. So I can't 18th. wait to play this game. Really, Just really can't. I know. Yeah, sorry. It looks. Have you seen the, the latest trailer? It's a story trailer. So. What was that? Sorry, Laurie. Say that again. Have you seen the latest trailer? It's a story, story trailer. I have. Out. Yep, I have. Um, a lot of people, I think, would just not want to watch it if they want to go in as blind as possible. But it doesn't really spoil anything. It's a pretty good, pretty good trailer for that. It just looks, um, just looks interesting. Again, it's a build upon a lot of the things that people were quite critical of in the first. And again, a lot of that came from people had a Switch, they're playing Breath of the Wild. They wanted a bit more of a diverse open world. Uh, I was in a different camp compared to that, where I was just like, it's not not a comparable game, and the the depth and the detail that went into kind of the lore and went into the actual creatures you were fighting was fantastic. And it was nice playing a game where a man wasn't like the most complicated thing about that game. A dinosaur was that was built out of like uh, metal. So yeah, I'm I'm super stoked for it. And Aloy's character is really compelling to me, and it looks gorgeous and i've got a lot there heather i think you're day one on this as well yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. i agree with everything you said Dan. you said it so well um aloy is one of my absolute all-time faves because she's um she's i wrote about this in my dissertation recently um oh. she's not just like oh yeah it's fine i'll just do whatever needs to be done she does it but she's kind of like annoyed by it and she's yeah. just like oh, fine <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I relate to that. That's fine. I like the begrudgingness, and I like that she's cranky. Um, and yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. Um, I can't wait to do the sorts of underwater stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see what is his name. Um, his name's just completely gone out Rust. of my mind. Um, no. Island. What's his name? Aaron? No. L L. The, oh the yeah, main, the big mustache from the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Him. I can't think of his name. You know even like, like yeah. that guy. The, drunk the guy, guy with the chash. Yeah. The guy with the chash. The cute Likes guy. Likes a drink. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the little. Um. It's is it like a grappler? The little sort yeah, yeah. of like the movement mm-hmm. stuff and that kind of thing. I think it's going to be really good. I it should um, have been a game of the year. This, I'm yeah, it should have been. Agreed. Whatever. It was close, mm-hmm. very close. Tough year, though. Tough year for it. Um, I'm hyped for this game because I think there is no. It's, it's good to know there's a game coming out and there's no 
no way they could mess this up. You just, I can't see how it's not going to. They could just make exactly the same game as the first one, and I would love playing it for forty <clears throat> odd, fifty odd hours quite happily. But the fact that they've, it's going to look far better. It's going to mm. not have horrendous loading times. It's going <laughs> to, oh, yeah. it's going to um have an interesting new story. And because I know before playing Horizon the first time, it was going to really surprise me how good all the kind of backstory and lore and the history of the, the kind of all that how they how well they wrote that and now i know all of that going into it i kind of want to see where they go next with the story so i'm looking forward to seeing that there's going to be new mechanics there's that kind of um glider and hookshot type of thing so there's more traversal things so yeah, i know it's going to be just as good as the first one and, and better so i can't see how they mess it up really mm-hmm. it's got a big 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 potential and uh, i can't see it failing based on the type of game it is and it gives me more like dingy <laughs> law-filled uh, dungeons to go and explore with weird mechanical creatures in, then I will be a happy chappy. And, uh, it needs, to be, needs to be good. needs to be good for them. It does. Of course it does. And I don't think they'd be hyping it up as much and showing as much off of the game at this stage if they weren't confident with it. Um, Gorilla seemed to know exactly what they're doing. And is it Herman Hulst, who's now the head of the PlayStation Studios? So they clearly value where he's come from quite highly. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else? Or are we wrapping it there for uh, what's coming out in the next couple of weeks? We've got oh, some no, there's, one more, there's one more very big game coming out. There's one more mega one. <laughs> uh, in February, there's one more game coming out. Uh, Elden Ring. I don't know if you've heard of this one. No, not heard of that. Your uh, indie game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Quite uh, hard, I believe. I've, I've, I've got the special edition pre ordered. I will not okay. sell it. Yeah, I'm very, very happy about that. I'm whispering it very quietly because I think it's a rather large one. Um, and then in terms of playing through this game, I'm pretty sure I'm going to play it for like an hour. It'll scare me and then I'll never play it again because it's just that type of game. Like I was terrible at Bloodborne. Any of the Soulsborne games, I'm just awful at. So is this your bag, Heather, is it? Yep. Oh, Getting that, it's going to be platinumed, baby. <sighs> Are you yeah. going to play this or Horizon first. You play a week of Horizon, but then you're going to stop playing that to play Elden Ring, or is Elden Ring going to wait? I until am probably going to do Horizon first. The problem is, I have loads of birthdays coming up, like big events as well. <laughs> so I'm like, everybody has to go home by six o'clock. You can only have one. Game. <laughs> no, not my birthday. Other people. Um. So there's just lots of events happening in February. So I'm like mm. managing my time to be like last week is like is free um but yeah it's definitely going to be i think a case of probably horizon and then a little bit of elden ring on a weekend and then Ooh, once i've finished a little bit a yeah. little bit it does seem like I the think, sort of game you can um, just casually dip into yeah <laughs> yeah because i feel like i'll die a lot and then i'll be like mm. fuck this, this game. let's go back to Aloy. yeah you've just reminded me that when Horizon comes out on February 18th, that's half term week, and my mum was coming to visit or talking about coming to visit that weekend. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you can't come the weekend that Horizon's here because they'll just they'll just like take over the TV and they'll want to watch like or really shit ITV programs and stuff. Have it come round. You pack up your PlayStation and Horizon and go on that week long um, work conference that you've got at that hotel that you have to go to. Yeah, that sounds fine. That sounds really would... really reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you should do that. We both heard that you had to go on it, so yeah. we can vouch. I'm sure my wife would love it if I just left her with her mother-in-law for a week. <laughs> who, who are these two random people that keep on calling me trying to vouch for the fact that you're lying to me? 
Well, uh, we've yeah. got a PlayStation podcast, and um, yeah, Elden Ring, from what I've seen, I mean, obviously wasn't able to play any of the, the beta that was out. Max in the group is just absolutely fawning over it, and I think he can't wait for this game to come out. just seems like mm. people are proper fanatical over FromSoft games, and this one does seem to appeal to a bit more of a mass market as well, with the fact that it's open world, and you probably... Well, it's multiplayer as well, so you can get that um, that assistance from people. But yeah, the only thing that made it look silly to me was the fact the horse could jump over mountains, or it was just a ridiculous jump. And I was like, that is a bit silly. But apart from that, I'm in. That's such a weird thing to have an issue with. It was strange. It's just just unnatural horse mechanics don't really sit well with me. Because <laughs> you're about to fight people that are probably made of like goo. Is it like... a magic horse? Probably. Or if it's jumping like that, it's going to have to be. Jump. Yeah. Has it got wings or anything? Or is well, it... Evidently can't go lame, can it? So it's got to be magic. So, mm-hmm. hmm. Cool. Magic horses. Magic horses. That's it. Anything else? Or are you happy to... Uh, I know Destiny 2... Well, we can stop there unless you want me to keep going into March, but yeah. I think that's a good, good point to end it on. It's quite a few in March, but we'll uh, we'll hold off on that for another day. <laughs> I think that's quite good. Um, so just kind of like wrapping off uh, what I said before in terms of like the Blizzard Activision stuff. We're keeping this positive, we're keeping it light, it's a PlayStation podcast, we're not bitter or twisted or angry about something, mainly because I've got an Xbox underneath there and you've got one in a box somewhere, Heather and Laurie will probably pick one yeah. up at some point. We just love <laughs> games, guys, it's all it's all about the games. Um, mm-hmm. The deal itself, uh, in terms of like opinions of it, I gave mine on a crosscast the other day, just said it's not great for gaming, however I understand it from a business perspective, Sony's won the console war evidently over the last two generations and they've got that that market share now which isn't isn't going anywhere xbox are moving in a different direction in terms of subscription models it's going to be very interesting to see what spartacus is and again we i know we touched on it do you think there's any chance that it'll be out before horizon's out and we'll get horizon day one on there as a subscription hmm. no 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 too early no i don't think so no. i feel like this deal <clears throat> Even if it was ready, this deal may have delayed things mm. just in terms of how they want to manage their stuff. But I just feel like a subscription model isn't necessarily um, suited towards the big PlayStation like IPs necessarily yeah. in terms of people will still buy them separately and never subscribe to like mm. PS Now or like PS Plus. Whereas if it was more like we talked about it on the last sort of uh, preview about like the retro stuff that I think has a lot more value for like, you know, a different kind of audience who want to play it. But I do know. Laurie, what are your thoughts? I think there's no chance that uh, the new game plus whatever it's going to be called, the Spartacus might launch before then because there seems to be a few rumours going around that it's coming soon. Um, there's like taking off the PlayStation Now credit from the stores and mm. stuff you can't buy, and there's a few other hints that I forget now. But um, there's no way that Horizon's going to be on it. For, they, like Sony's whole strategy is they need to sell these games at seventy, seventy pound a pop or mm. thereabouts, um, mm. and get the money in. That's they're investing. Yeah, you know, they're making these games huge, big budget games. They're not got any kind of microtransactions in it. They need to sell them as many as possible at full price, and then try and get as much tail on that as possible. It's mm. just going a completely different. Um, strategy to to xbox yeah. where you get games like halo that are designed to be persistent platforms now with lots of microtransactions battle mm. passes and stuff and and that's it's, it's great it's good that there's different um, options out there but this sony are kind of they've built their whole ecosystem around these tentpole 
huge, very high production value mm -hmm. and cinematic experiences, and they need mm. to protect that. They're not going to start giving it away. No, completely. It's no coincidence as well that the acquisitions that Microsoft are making are all US-based companies primarily. Mm -hmm. you know, Blizzard Activision a little bit of everywhere, but uh, primarily based in the US. Do we think Sony could potentially go down a similar route? You know, obviously Square Enix. Uh, I've got Final Fantasy 16 as an exclusive with Sony. Sony is a big enough, you know, arguably bigger than Microsoft in the gaming space still in terms of revenue. Um, what about you guys? Would you like to see them actually go out there and start acquiring more studios, or are you quite happy where they are? It's tough. I don't really want them to acquire more studios because it's, I don't want to accelerate this race into everyone just having their, their war chest of content that is exclusive mm -hmm. and there's fewer mm -hmm. people playing it because that's bad. You can kind of see what's happened in entertainment where Disney has just kind of bought everyone now. Yeah. And it's led to the area, to the point now, and we can see it right happening ha happening right now at the moment where Disney say, right, we not we own everything now, so we're not going to compete with ourselves. Now you're going to watch Star Wars, you're going to watch The Book of Boba Fett, and when that ends, you're going to watch Moon Knight. That's going to be the next thing. Mm -hmm. And then when that ends, it's going to be another Star Wars thing. And they can just, because they own everything, they can just tell us what we're going to watch and when we're going to watch it. And they're dictating it. And because all the competition's gone there, um, until you know, Netflix or Amazon put out a series that's kind of that massive can compete with well there isn't really anything that can compete with marvel and star wars so that's it um and so i don't want publishers sony microsoft owning everyone and just being able to do the same thing and that's kind of what you're probably going to see on the xbox side where they just have so many studios now and they'll just parcel out their releases so that you're not going to get the way we used to get where you'd get like battlefield and cod all going up against each other at the same time yeah so no i don't want it i think so i don't want it to happen i think probably sony will have to start making more Acquisitions. I don't think they're going to buy publishers. I think they'll do deals with some Japanese publishers to get some exclusives like they are doing with Square, the whole of this generation. I could see them picking up companies that make the sorts of games that would fit into the PS Studio, PlayStation Studios. Um, mm. uh, so. Yeah, cool. Heather, same? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they did loads of acquisitions last year mm. um, for a lot of particularly like UK um yeah. developer studios and things like that like mm. they did i think they own like most of the ones in liverpool now like fire sprite and yeah they things do. like that mm. um and uh, on the one hand like i think that's really cool because it gives like a lot of um a lot more practical things in terms of like job securities and expansion and um you know you've got that sort of safety net behind it but then also it comes with its own problems yeah as if you know as an indie studio you get to do a lot of the things that you want to do your way but now you've got mr sony who kind of might be pulling some strings here and there so i don't know i guess it's like it's two sides of a, of a coin with that kind of thing but yeah i don't think they'll start buying anything super massive super soon i think like laurie said it'll be deals um a lot more timed exclusives maybe mm. What I don't want to see is like, you know, if you get the PlayStation, you get this version yeah, with yeah. these things. And then if you get the Microsoft, you get this version with those things because that would suck. Would suck. Mm. It would suck. And especially yeah. if it's like, you're day one on this console, mm. but you've got to wait three and a half months for this. It's just a yeah. bit silly. The only one or the only model that makes sense with is where you get like an updated version for PC. Um, mm. And it does make sense for, well, obviously Game Pass is primarily PC and Xbox anyway, but got no problem with any of the exclusives on sony coming to pc as well because more people get to play them and it's on their yeah. medium so power to them mm. it's going to be the uh, interesting. 
um, just on the Activision Blizzard, the final point, it's, it's kind of, it's interesting that it's only really, from a PlayStation point of view, it's only really Call of Duty because the rest of yeah. the stuff, it's either mobile or PC stuff like Blizzard. Don't, you know, Blizzard don't really make PlayStation games anyway. And it's, um, they've got King now, which is Candy Crush, which is a massive mobile game. And it's kind of, it's more Microsoft just realizing like, hold on a minute, why it's kind of Xbox have been performing at, at that kind of division level. And they've just realized like, hold on a minute, we, we're owned by Microsoft. We have infinite money here. We don't need <laughs> to be operating at this level. And when you see Phil Spencer now say it's kind of, it's almost they're, they're operating at a higher level to what Sony are, which mm. are kind of Sony are playing in a console market that Xbox plays in, but Microsoft are playing in a much bigger market now yeah. that Phil Spencer's kind of moved up to. So when he says things like, you know, we want Call of Duty to be available on PlayStation, it's some sort of, coded wording which is not what she means but he says that we value our partnership with sony now and he can kind of he can be kind of he must be enjoying that because he's like yeah we're not at that level anymore we're now going across all of gaming across every every medium not just console gaming so i don't know how much it's a problem for sony because they're kind of the masters in their market and xbox are probably like thinking well we don't want to you know we've tried to be that market now for two or three generations and mm. we're never going to be able to beat sony at that but we can actually we're microsoft we can do a a kind of a, an Apple or Disney and just kind of overarch everything like Facebook yeah. and Amazon can. And that's that's where they see their competitors. And that's what they've said before in the past. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. I definitely see Sony now more with Nintendo in that similar space and Microsoft are just kind of operating at a different level now. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, any more comments before I wrap us up? That's my wrapping up. That's what I do when I wrap up. That's why I'm not very good at Christmas present wrapping. But yeah, there you go. Uh, that is your lot for this week uh, thank you for very much for joining us on the cross button if you like what we do you can go to patreon.com slash the cross players uh, alternatively go to the crossplayers.com and there's a nice little fancy discord link that if you click it it'll take you through to where our rabble primarily lives Heather where can we get you online uh, you can find me on twitter at tevtins ah, wonderbar wonderbar and Loza where can we get you online as well uh, Twitter at the Eggman sixty four. Wonderful, you. and you can find me at Dan Ward tweets. This has been the Cross Button episode three, uh, and this will be hitting your feeds shortly. You already know that because you're listening to it. What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. bye. <laughs>